Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Mary Dorsett. She's an entrepreneur, artist, and author of the new children's illustrated book, The Lion on the Elephant. Mary, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me, Lorena. I appreciate you. Awesome. So I'm really excited to learn all about this new book that, that you have going on. Um, but before doing that, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. I'd love to share a little bit about my journey as the book is about that. It's about the journey of life and friendship. So uh, I came from California to Miami about nine years ago. This is where I live and work from mainly. Before coming here, I worked with youth for a really long time, running Mm -hmm. after school programs and coaching sports. Then I moved out of the nonprofit youth development world into the business world into franchising and was traveling around helping small business owners optimize their brand and make sure that they're following best practices and coaching and training them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then following that, I had a short career in tech about five years or so where I was traveling around again, teaching people how to use a digital platform. And all along that journey, I was doing side businesses. I've had several projects and all of them have failed, which is (laughs) totally okay. I think you learn more in your failures than you do in your successes or just as much anyway. Um, So about two years ago, just decided to make the leap and pursue my passions full time. And so now I've been 100% entrepreneur artist is really how I identify, um, but just doing my own thing and creating with my purpose every single day when I wake up. That's awesome. You know, we only get one life or at least that that's what it seems like. And um, it's good to do something that you're really passionate about. Um, you've done a lot of things in your life. So I think that's, that's always good to learn new things and, and learn from your failures, right? What would you say is one of the biggest lessons you've learned from one of your quote-unquote failures? Well, uh, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from one of my failures is I've literally never been asked this question. (laughs) Um, So thank you for giving me the opportunity to really reflect. Um, Well, one thing that I wouldn't say that this is something I've learned from, from my failures per se, but it's a piece of wisdom that I have that I think a lot of people would benefit from. And that is um, to stop creating apps. We're at a place in the world today, I believe, where apps are not what you should be betting on. It seems like I'm involved in a lot of tech and that everyone's creating an app, doing an app. A lot of the times you don't need an app. They're also, people don't know how expensive it is to maintain an app um, as it grows, as updates are put onto these digital devices. And then when you start to really look at your sales funnel from the top to the bottom of users and usage, Mm -hmm. it becomes a huge challenge to have an app that's going to be successful. So I really wish 
that people would stop creating apps. I did try my hand at a couple apps years ago, about nine at this point, and thank gosh I learned that lesson that, you know, if you're going to go with an app, it really better be 100% super solid, amazing, and that's rare. That's very good advice because, yeah, it seems like everybody just wants to get an app out there because, you know, it's the new thing to do, but sometimes it's overkill, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 The, the funny thing is, like, for me, like, 10 years ago when apps became, like, really popular, I would be like, what's the point of having a Facebook app when I can just go to facebook.com on my phone, right? But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's it's like everything, uh, and it, like I think uh, progressive web apps are more important than an actual app that people need to download, right? Because uh, that just you can just use that anywhere. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. so let's switch gears here and talk a little bit about your new book, The Lion and the Elephant. Um, who's it geared for? Maybe a little quick summary. Sure, absolutely. So The Lion and the Elephant is a children's book. It's an art book which means all of the pages are meant to be colored. Like this is the book that you're supposed to write in. It's an open-ended story where children get to decide what happens to the characters at the end. And the purpose of it is to teach youth that life is a journey and it's their story and they should make what they want out of it. Uh, I just came off launching it, going and visiting different schools, reading it. It's been very well received. The, the book is part of my Cluttered Clarity series as an artist, which I'm currently in and mm-hmm. um, is composed of several paintings, a bunch of photographs, a sculpture, and and the uh, two books. This is being the second one. Both are art books. So that is the book. I hope people, it's for children, ages four to 10. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that that's very interesting. It's like a, a build-your-own-story type um, experience, which is very cool. So it has text in it, but then the main thing is that people, that children can color in the book, correct? Mm-hmm. They get to color in the book. There's tutorials on how they learn to draw the characters in the book, and they have pages to write the ending to the story as well. Very cool. So a very in- immersive experience. So you said this is part of part of a project. What what is that project that you're working on? So this is part of the Cluttered Clarity series, which is where I'm exploring memory and technology and how technology affects us as humans. So kind of looking at that and colors and symbols that represent technology and memory, examining my own memories, uh, looking at my own habits with technology. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably boring to other people, but for me, it's been really useful, useful and kind of a fun experience to go through as an artist. It's my first series as an artist. So okay. I'm actually, I'm ready to kind of wrap it up. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for a while now. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, but everything comes with time. Yeah, that's good. K- keeping it fresh and new. That's always good. And, you know, since you help writers and other artists with getting um, paid for what they do, do you, what do you think about uh, self-publishing or going through a traditional publishing house? Ah, great question. I think it depends on your goals. If you're just trying to get your work out there, go 
and publish it. It's really uh, easy these days with the tools online that we have available. If you are trying to make a lot of money and mm-hmm. you have the time, well, actually, if, you're probably not going to make a ton of money, so let's just scratch that. <laughs> if you're trying to make a lot of money, just don't go into that, into publishing and writing at all. Like It's, it's like trying to become a pro athlete. Um, right. But if you have the time and you're willing to really work and be patient and, and you will go ahead and try to get a publisher that way or an agent that can pitch you to publishers. Um, and I would also say get feedback from people. Have people read it, pieces of it, and tell you and be willing to listen to what they say because readers' perspectives are so important. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so mm-hmm. where can parents get a hold of, of this book for their the, children? The book is on Amazon. It mm-hmm. is also going to be in a couple retailers in California. It's in a few different places A in Mendocino, Indigo, Mendocino, uh, and then in California, uh, East Bay area. You'll find it at the local toy store in Alameda on Park Street and then here locally in Miami we're going to be in Peppermint Park at Aventura Mall which is very exciting and as we continue to just make partnerships with other brands we would like to promote and support local businesses as much as possible Mm -hmm. but it is available on Amazon as well as on bootstrappublications.com the publisher and on my brand's website cboard.info and we can also get you set up with a special discount code for your listeners. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. We'll definitely get that set up. And like always, we have the links um, in the descriptions below. So people can easily click on there and, and find out more about you and, and the book. I really like the concept personally. I think it's pretty cool, you know, like kids can color whatever they want. They can color outside of the lines, which sometimes that's helpful in life, right? Not just follow tradition or what your parents tell you and so forth um so i think that that's pretty cool and and they can make their own ending mary what would you say is your best productivity tip an app or a habit that you think others might like to know more about happy to share some tips on productivity my best one uh is to schedule all of your meetings on one day of the week i know this is definitely a challenge for a lot of people but it really has helped me make sure that I have enough time to balance everything that I'm doing in my life and give me the structure to actually get the work done that comes out of having meetings. If you are constantly meeting with people, uh, when are you actually getting the work done? And, And also it gives you a sense of urgency when you're constantly trying to squeeze in meetings here and squeeze in meetings there. It's like letting the universe kind of flow. If, if there's no spaces available on that particular day for a meeting, Maybe that project isn't supposed to go go on at that time. Um, I've shared nine of my productivity tips on my Medium profile, which is MH Dorset, two Ts. So there is nine total productivity tips. Very timely for you to ask me this question because I just wrote that article and it's doing uh, pretty well on Medium. So I'm happy people are getting value in those. That's awesome, yeah. And hopefully people will take action on the tips, right? Not just listen to it, but really integrate it 
somehow if they can. Mary, so tell us, what do you help solve for other businesses or individuals? So in addition to my being an artist and writing and creating all of that stuff, I also have my brand where I help other artists, uh, particularly writers in monetizing their content, but definitely artists of all kinds, because it's a, it's quite a challenge to get paid for your work. And I see a shift in the industry right now. Content really is clean in the digital age. And I believe we're going to start to see an empowerment of these content creators who are going to be needed in order to, in order for brands to be found online and in order to, for them to communicate and connect with their, with their customers. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one of the problems that we're solving through product that we have. Um, so if you're a writer, definitely reach out and connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. Definitely. And do you offer any type of courses or, or is this all one-on-one -on -one for the writers? Neither of them, we don't do any courses and it's, it's actually not one-on-one -on -one either. Writers, I mean, anyone is, that's creating content can use this product because it is just creating content, doing what you're already doing, but instead of putting it out there available for anyone to see and have access to for free, it's mm -hmm. putting it available for others to pay you to use that content. And so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to monetize content and empower writers and also help with people that need content, publishers and such, as it's not an easy process for them to, to get the best content because of how time exhaustive of a process it is to connect the two. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and so what is it that sets you apart from others in your field that might be doing something similar? I think the biggest thing that sets me apart is that I am an artist. I get the struggle of being a creator and being creative. I've faced the challenges and been able to overcome them and move past them and still be successful. But I understand and I can mm -hmm. empathize and I run my business in a way that always keeps that in mind. And, and Mary, what um, would you say was the last book you read that you really liked? The last book I read, which I did really like, uh, is by a local writer in Miami by mm -hmm. the name of J.J. Colagrande. It is a fictional tale uh, titled Deco 2.0. I read it in a couple hours, very easy read, nice for the summer uh, or the fall, and I highly recommend it. It's published by a boutique publisher, Jitney Books, and it was great. Very cool. So, Mary, it's been great having you on the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those listening that might not know who I am. Um, my name is Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency, where I help other families and business owners digitally with their financial protection needs. And, Mary, is there anything else you would like to add to the episode? No, just thank you so much for the opportunity, and... Love your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.